back to another episode of the Why Are We Here podcast. It's your host with the host, John Gigolo, a.k.a. MacGyver, and I'm here with my guy, AZ. You already know what it is, man. It's your man, AZ, a.k.a. Fish Street Shorty, a.k.a. Product of the motherfucking G-A-M-E. What's going on? And I got my guy, Father Mike, in the cut. What's poppin', y'all? It's your boy, Father Mike, in the building. Here to bless y'all with another tone, with another word. With another sound, with another accident, all that. What the yeah, you, feel me? you just want to bring shit up, don't you? Mr. Backup. That nigga promote his business. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you volunteering information that niggas ain't asked for? Hey, man. I just talk about my daily living. Hey, yo. Nigga said, hey, yo, man. Yo, nigga hit me, man. <laughs> The whole time, bro. The nigga, bro, God forbid the day I get shot, but if I if that day comes, you're going to hear it. Yo, Mr. Headshotter, right I'm here. Still alive. <laughs> you feel me? I'm going to start off <laughs> hey, with that. Hey, you know alive. they call me the Shot Rack hey. Wolverine, right? Whole time. What? Nigga, got to regenerate, bro. Come on, man. Hey, uh, you know what's funny, too? Like, you ever, like, you ever be in a store or, like, in public with, like, an older white person? And they literally just start telling you about what's going on in their life, and you didn't ask. Like, bruh, I found out when I was working at like five below. This random white woman was telling me, like, like what happened with her kids. She was like, you know, they were on drugs, this and that, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, I didn't ask, son. I just said, yo, how's your day? <laughs> I literally asked, how was your day? Hey, man, I mean, you asked, how was your day? You know what I'm saying? Her day was, you know, getting the news about her drug-induced son getting into more drugs. You feel me? Hey, yeah. That didn't, that didn't happen that day. <laughs> it didn't happen that day. I mean, maybe she didn't find it out that day, but, you know, it did involve that son. So you got to yeah, give guess. the full scope, you know, full context of the type of son we talking about here. You yeah. feel me? But, hey, man. Yeah. I'm still alive. Still alive. That's all I gotta say. You know, so we thank God. Niggas need to stop no. making that still alive video because niggas gonna get angry and double back. I think that's the point. But it's like, why would you <laughs> taunt? Like they, you saw what they did to you. You know they could do worse. Why taunt them? <laughs> because now I know I was caught lacking, and I'm not about to be lacking now. Anybody? Or it's a less, it's still. a lower chance. It's a lower chance of me lacking now. It's only, not one man, not. it's only one man on this earth that could talk. It's two men on this earth that could talk their shooters. And that's literally 50 Cent and Lil Reese. If you're not them, <laughs> don't do it. Hey, yo. I'm pretty sure there are more people that can taunt their shooters, but... Um, and then for a while, it was Dolph until he got caught again. R.P. Dolph. But R. P. Dolph. he literally taunted them with 100 shots. And I was like... Because that was like the third time niggas done shot. And he even got shot in the arm and all that shit before that. And like he literally taunted the niggas, and I was like, "All right, you could do it until you know, until it's untimely passing." But it's like it's only but a handful of niggas that could taunt their shooters. And I feel like that's the fear I'm gonna put into you, though. But I'm not about to like just go quiet if niggas shoot me. Well, intend to shoot me and actually shoot me, or just intend in general. That's gonna feel like niggas. I mean, even though, of course, you know, get low, make sure everything is all good, regroup. But also, nigga, I ain't about to just show down fucking weak, nigga. I'm still alive, nigga. Like, what's up, nigga? I'm about yeah, to be I like, think that you're alive. But I don't, 
you know, God got mysterious ways of being like, oh, <laughs> you having fun? Let me take that. Like, Man, I'm about to be Chef G with this shit, bro. Straight bandage. Like, yo, they you know what I'm saying? Nah, that nigga get right to my bugging, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. In the ambulance with the this nigga stabbed me in the head and laughed. Yeah, like, bro. Like, you know how much damage you know you're doing in the streets if a nigga stab you in the head and you laugh? Cuz, bro, that shit ain't nothing, bro. That shit is Scooby <laughs> Snacks, nigga. Niggas was trying to aim at my feet, bro. And I'm still here. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm still doing my thing, so. Nigga went straight on Facebook Live and laughed. <laughs> nigga said, yo, nigga stabbed me. <laughs> like, what? Why do y'all think this shit, like, I, I want better for my people. Why do y'all think this shit is funny? Hey, man. I mean, it's, nowadays, it's just really niggas trying to be, who is more the villain? Who's more the evil guy? That's really what niggas try to prove. That's why all this shit is demon time now. Which time I would never be on, but you know, a lot of niggas they they really trying to be as closely related to demons as they possibly can. That's just how it is. You know what I mean? You know, it's a lot of niggas that are even getting claimed as demons, whether it be by social media, whether it be by authorities, whether it be by the DA of Georgia. Mm, I see where you're going with this. Mm, See where you going with this? You know, a lot of a lot of black men get classified as demons, and they don't be demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but over the past, I'd probably say month or so, right now, right? Like, yeah, I think they've been locked up for at least a month now. Yeah. Um, you know, YSL members, uh, starting from Thug all the way down to they little cousins. Yep, twenty eight members. A lot of niggas got locked the fuck up, man, on a RICO charge, you know, mm. with just them having a whole crime organization as, or claiming YSL being a crime organization and not just a rap label, even though it is just a rap label and it's actually a humanitarian organization from what I've seen. See, 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 YSL to me, uh, that, that thug took me Cleveland Avenue and he, he, he told me like why sales young successful life. That's, you know that's how I take it. Yeah, big young successful. You know what I mean? You want to be successful while you're young in your life. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Why sell? Wait, how many counts they said? They got 56 counts, right? I believe of like attempted murder, drugs, guns, things of that nature. I'm honestly not even sure just because they can, they have continuously added more like charges against them. Mm. So I'm not sure of the com- current number, but when they were uh, obtained initially, it was 56. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. hey man, it's getting serious, and it, it it seems like it's not stopping with just YSL. It seems like they they really trying to. I mean, words even from the DA, they trying to get Atlanta niggas to fuck up out of here, man. Like all y'all that thought it was smooth, all y'all that. Thought it was safe. We we about to we about to show you what's really happening. All right. Well, it's just the hip hop police working full force again. It's basically yeah. going back to like the nineties. Yeah. Definitely that. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy. And you know, even just knowing that Georgia has uh, even like broader rules and like putting you under a RICO charge as opposed to like federal law. Yeah. See, and that's the confusing thing as well. 
Because like when when people think Rico, they think the feds automatically. But it's literally that uh, a state could put you in a Rico. Like I know, um, I know, state of New York can give you a Rico, or no, 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 state of New York they give it to the feds automatically. But they could put you uh, instead of it being Rico, they could put you all on the conspiracy charges. That's what like D thing and them is going through now, and that was what uh, Bobby Schmurda and them was going through at one point. Um, I know the state of uh, Florida. They have that going on with all the Jacksonville dudes and all the Orlando dudes. It's like, you know what I mean? They they got that going on. So it's like, yo, it's really crazy that you could be doing, you know, say you was doing this stuff in the past, like from what they say, why YSL started, what, 2011, 2012? Yeah. And stuff in the past. And like, say you're not even in the streets no more. Like you're literally just a, a record label now and you're having fun and they can just come scoop you, you know? And like just cut everything out, and it's like, yo, I'm not even in this lifestyle. I don't do this, you know. Even like somebody like Gunna, Gunna who joined them in 2016, he never had no prior knowledge of the things that went on in the past. He was just joined them as being an artist, and now he's swept up into this situation, and he can't get bail and stuff like that. Like it's a sad situation. No, it really is, honestly. And you know, they did just release a uh, statements right on. You know, the current status of how they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they just released it, what, today? And that Summer Jam, which was like yeah. a couple of days ago. So, were you having them? Or? Yeah, uh, from what Gunna has said today was, 2022 has been one of the best years of my life, despite this difficult situation. This year, I had the whole world pushing P. You got to mention that. Growing up from where, I'm, where I come from, in a marginalized neighborhood, I never dreamt my art would change my life and lives of my loved ones. My entire life, I've seen black men, black women, black children constantly attacked, hated, murdered, berated, belittled, alienated, judged. Oh, he didn't even type none of this. I know he did. You used it. No, nah, this funny. came from the heart, bro. This it's, came from it's the not heart. It's not funny, but yeah, I know he didn't use this. Um, use and hell captive. I use my art form, my gift from God, to change my circumstances. I work. I own my craft. Wait, he literally said I work twice. I work, I empower black, he might have wrote this. Black women in my industry, you did not empower black women. Um, I work, I lived in a recording studio. I work, I lived on a road. I worked. I work every day to show God how grateful I am for my gift, for my art, for my life, and to be able to provide for my loved ones. For now, I don't have my freedom, but I am innocent. I am being falsely accused and will never stop fighting to clear my name. The picture that is being painted of me is ugly and untrue. My fans know I love to celebrate life. I love my family. I love to travel. I love music. I love my fans. I have all faith that God will grant me justice for the purity in my heart and the innocence of my actions. As a black man in America, it seems as though my art is only acceptable when I'm a source of entertainment for the masses. My art is not allowed to stand alone as entertainment. I'm not allowed that freedom as a black man in America. It is sad. It is a sad reality that slavery is still alive. Oh, niggas, yo, use that slavery shit. Use it. The whole time. Use that slavery card. Use it, yeah. man. Make these niggas feel sad. It is not sad reality that slavery is still alive in America today and mm. still affecting my people. Mm. In 12 states, more than half of the prison population is black. Mm. One of those states is the very state that I reside in, Georgia. Nothing will stop me from chasing my dreams. 
I won't stop being a good person, even if some unnamed and unknown accusers want the world to see me as a bad person. When I was free, I was good and kind to the community around me. And when I am released, I will do the same thing all over again. We are still pushing P. Power, prayer, priors, passion, productivity, praises, precision, okay, peace, prosperity, and persistence. Sign, Gunner, 61422. Slap. Right here. Be slap. Man. That was a mouthful, Paul. That was encouraging words. No, nah, it definitely was. It was very, very well written. And it really, it really does seem like it does come from his heart. That was coming straight from the soul, man. And Thugs was in the same, I'm assuming, in the same vein as yeah. he um Doug said on Summer Jam last night that he um he is upset that black art is not being upheld and black art is being used as you know criminal lyric criminal lyrics and um he said black art is not protected and he's fighting to uh that he basically feels like he's a mortar and that he's gonna fight to get black uh, black lyrics and black art and black music to be protected and to be used as such once again. I think you meant martyr. M- mortar. Martyr. Mortar. I don't know. All right. We're going to go with martyr. But nah, facts. Like, I feel like they're really being. Uh, I mean, usually when you're the, the first to go, you're going to be used as the biggest example. Oh, yeah. You know, they to the, everybody the else. That happened with Bobby Schroeder and them. They used them as the example. Yeah. Like, nigga, we, you're going to see what's going to happen, bro. No lie. And. Just prayers up to them, man. I don't even want to say anything that's pessimistic or that may come off as like, you know, uh, you know, we giving up hope or we giving up that anything could turn around. No, you should definitely never give up hope. But from the evidence and from the way people are talking, it doesn't seem good. I'm going to be very honest about that. Doesn't seem good. But I believe that two things can be true at once. Yes. You know, you could have committed some crimes. I don't know in the past and so like that. But also, yes, that you should not have your art used against you. Literally, if you listen to artists that are not of our caliber and not of our complexion, they literally say the most outlandish things in their music. But nobody ever takes them to trial for it. It's sad that black art is, you know, being looked at as criminal when it's just people expressing where they come from. That's all it is, man. And if you really want to arrest anybody, it should be these mass shooters that's been spiking up over the past how many months now? How many weeks even? Shoot. I feel like every every other day is another shooting. And Honestly. it's like, you want to be like, hey, like, it's like even prior episodes, you want to be like, hey, like, you know, let's talk about this mass shooting and let's hopefully put it to rest. But then the next day is another one. Then two days after that. Then a week after that. And it's like, you don't even know what to expect anymore. And then four in one day. Yeah, literally. Shoot, Memorial Weekend was disruptive as hell. And that's just in Chicago. Yeah. No, Philly be going crazy, though. It's okay. definitely like another shooting every day in Philly. Shoot. That, the, the one that, that, that was the most crazy was the South Street joint. Especially because that's a uh, that's a um like a tourist zone for people in Philly. 
Like they got all them stores. You feel me? You go shopping on that strip. That whole strip got shopping uh, shopping stores. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's factories what... is very frequented, and yeah. it's crazy so... that people couldn't even have fun of just like, hey, we're gonna go drink with our friends, gonna go have fun with our friends, and it's like, oh, now you gotta fear this bitch getting shot up. Well, I think sure. the, the the South uh, the South Street shooting, it was three people three dead. Three people if, killed, yeah, like 11 injured, I think. 11 injured, yeah. Shoot, even in Maryland is going up. They were shooting at Iverson Mall. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So, and another shooting at a school in the, the Washington, I think it was like a MoCo area or something like that. So it was like even shootings in MoCo. Now, yeah. like, that's... I mean, maybe people don't know what MoCo is. That's Montgomery County over here in Maryland. That that shit is, you know what I mean, white cleanliness. If you've <laughs> ever seen that shit, you feel me? So even seeing shootings over there. You know, it's so crazy. Like, Mass shootings has been going on, like, back to back to back. I don't even think we ever talked about the Buffalo shooting on our podcast. Or even talked about Uvalde. Have it. Like, that was the two things that kicked it off. If, you, if people don't know, I mean, you got to know by now. It's literally the biggest topic to talk about. But um, 10 people were killed in Buffalo in the mass, the mass shooting that started the, the mass shootings of the prior month, basically. Um, a white supremacist goes to a top uh, supermarket in Buffalo. He drove 200 miles to Buffalo to just go shoot black people. And it's like, damn, we can't even mourn that. Like, we mourning like, damn, you know, we still got racist people that's trying to exterminate us. And it's like, it's just craziness going on. Just for the next couple of days to 19 kids and adults being shot and killed in a school in Texas. Like, it's one thing. Like, actually, you can't even, I can't even compare it. It's not apples and oranges. It shouldn't be a comparison. Like, There's no comparison. Hey, well, like, the know, fact is, he, nigga, it shouldn't be no fucking guns. Especially at this caliber to commit these crimes, bro. Yeah. Nah, facts. It's crazy too, cause like I seen a uh I, I heard a uh John saying that they was gonna give out uh like you know them safety Johns that they put in between uh in between the um the the uh the barrel of the gun. Safety thing, what? It's like a it's like a uh it's something like that orange piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you talking mm-hmm. about like the stopper shit? They're like, when yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, when you first get the gun, yeah. I saw something like that saying that they're that like people are about to give those out, and I think they were saying something pretty much, pretty much like so, like people, uh, like little kids won't have access to the guns and shit. But I'm thinking like, if any, I was like, nah, that's really crazy though, because like it's mad people that's coming out saying like, oh yeah, I don't know how he got to our guns or how she got to our guns or you feel me, like especially like the minors. It just mm-hmm. make you think like any person in their same mind wouldn't even they guns wouldn't even be in a place where they, like, kids could have access to it. Well, at least I know in, like, the the, the what's it called shooting, in the Buffalo <laughs> shooting and in the Uvalde shooting, both of these two people got into guns because literally when they turned 18, they just walked in the stores and bought them. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Buffalo shooter, he well, he got his guns from a store and he was gifted a gun on his 18th birthday. And then the guy in Texas, I believe, like once he turned eighteen, he bought a gun, and he literally saved up, like they said, like three to four thousand dollars to buy like all his equipment and stuff. But the crazy thing about it is, 
literally they were saying that he was like being bullied and shit like that, and that that was the reason why he ended up shooting. First of all, you he shot, shot up an elementary. School yeah, you shot up elementary like, school. Them kids ain't had nothing to do with that. And on up. top of that, if you're getting bullied because you dressing bad or this and that, nigga, why don't you spend that three thousand on drip, nigga? Oh, time, step your drip up, bitch. Nigga, you could have just went to the, you could have went to the mall and got fly. Nigga, you could have just went on goat, got some palms, angel, nigga. Loser ass nigga, bro. Like that ain't no sense to me. Like you want first of all, you can go attack people that had nothing to do with them getting on you, and then you save up three bands to buy guns, nigga. Use it on some fucking balances, nigga. Like niggas just don't think right, bro. Got some Balenciagas, nigga. Get some Alexander McQueen, something, nigga. Get them niggas off your head, boy. Shit, crazy. Niggas is using their funds for the wrong shit. Nah, that just make me think about though. Like, I I just seen a post and they was talking about how they uh they approved a, a bill or something for teachers to be carrying guns. Yeah, that was the at? worst. The... Where was it at? At Ohio. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Worst decision they can make. I think it's. I think the crazy thing about it is just like knowing just knowing how we used to be with teachers. You feel me? And knowing how teachers would interact back with us. Some teachers some teachers would get unprofessional at times. Oh, no, that's the worst, because I feel like more black kids are going to be targeted now. Yeah, and I feel they like... They already the, feel like they can't house black kids and they can't teach them. So, to give them guns, is like, shoot, if you want to make them act right, you're going to threaten them with a gun. Right, and I think that's crazy. Like, I just know, like, stuff I put teachers through. Like, for, for me to know, like, that my teacher got a gun, I wouldn't have acted the way I was acting. Yeah, nigga would have upped the polls on you, bro. That would be crazy. Yo, Corrali. And, and he would have been his legal right. <laughs> Corrali would have killed me. Hey, yo, he might have. He's not going <laughs> hold you. Damn. Yeah, he would have definitely, he would have knocked my, he would have knocked my top off, bro. Nah, <laughs> knocked your muffin loose, nigga. Miss Schaefer, <laughs> Miss Schaefer lesbian ass definitely would have pissed her with me. Yo, you didn't have to, it's Pride Month, bro. Nah, shout out all my Pride niggas, nigga. Pride, happy Pride Month. Happy Ray Month, you feel me? Hey, yeah, Happy Ray Month is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Happy Ray Pride, man. You feel me? Oh, that's even crazier. It's Ray Pride. What you mean? Yeah. Gay he's Pride, really... Ray Pride collabo. He's a he's an advocate for sure. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. He's an ally for real. Hey, yeah, but that nigga a... said, yo, let me sponsor the whole month. Like, yo, I've never seen a nigga want to be in the mix that bad, bro. Yeah, that, nigga, that nigga Ray J wants his hands on everything, but yeah, just like giving teachers, like don't get me wrong, like yeah, we want people to protect themselves and want them to feel safe, but it's like knowing how people are, this could go a totally bad way. They like teachers already don't like black students as it is, so it's like my hey, thing man. is, my thing is, what's the point of it? Like, what what are you supposed to? Are is it is it? Uh, did they sign the bill? So like, yeah, if you feel like a student getting too rowdy, like shoot them. Like, what's the stipulation? Well, no, not that. I don't like, think it's like I don't think it's to actually like go yeah, after students. It, it I probably think it's for, uh, like out outside external causes. But so like, even if you see like what happened in Texas, where you know the cops like didn't even rush in to help the people and stuff like that, or whatever. Like they literally like the cops could have prevented it, but they was scared they damn selves and. 
you know, they didn't help the kids and the teachers. So I guess in a sense, like Ohio is thinking like, well, we don't even have to wait for the cops. Y'all can y'all y'all can already protect yourselves if somebody was to come in here and start shooting. So who like would every teacher have a gun? See, that's the thing. I'm not sure about like, that. I, I don't know like how they're gonna mad. even distribute like, that's, it. Like, that's not even I wouldn't even want my kid around around that. Like like just being honest, like an elementary class, you feel me? Like what if my you feel me, my son t- talking to the teacher or my daughter talking to the teacher and just see the gun like Hold on. You know what I mean? Like, you know how teachers pulling stuff out their desk or whatever? Like, imagine they pull it out, not even think about it, boom, the strap right there. Like, I don't want my kids really being exposed to that Mm. at such a young age. I mean, it's it's unfortunate that, you feel me, that kids are even having to go through this. So now you got to, you feel me, probably put your kid on game, especially if that's about to happen now. Them people in Ohio are about to have to do that now, you know what I'm saying? But Man, I want my kids to be as pure as they can be, man. I don't want... The work because already uh, I plan on, and you know, God willing, I have black children, and I already know what the world does to black children. And it's like, I would want them to be as pure, and it's like, like, I want them to be squares as long as they can be, man. Because it's like, the world's gonna show them faster, you know what I mean? Like, black kids gotta grow up at a fast rate, like, they're gonna see, like, they might even see like racism as a, a kid and fucking elementary like you know i think i experienced my first like fucked up moment in learning how like cruel the world could be to black people at like when i was in first grade first and second grade so it was like even just to see that or just like you know to tell your kids like hey man you gotta protect yourself when you're at school because somebody can come in here and blast this shit like you don't want your kids thinking that and then being on edge and then it's like that's gonna create just a life of anxiety and paranoia and i don't want my kids to have that like that's just, I don't want them to live that life. So it's just like, it's crazy that we even got to get to that point where it's like, hey, so now I'm even thinking that too, like just going back and forth, it's like, so the secretary's going to have guns, the principal going to have a gun. Right, because like, if you, if the gym you, teacher going to have a, like who, like if everybody in the The janitor about to have a gun. Yeah, the, like if everybody the, in the, the school kitchen, The kitchen ladies. Oh, Tom. That's what I'm saying. Like if you protect them from outside, everybody need a strap. Everybody. But it's just like, that's that's too much. Yeah. And plus, even and what, what if me as a... On hip? Yeah, and plus, even me as a teacher, what if I'm just not even myself comfortable around that? Because I know, I actually know some of these niggas. Like, these kids don't even really know these, know these niggas. I've hung out with some of these teachers. I've hung out with some of these staff members. And I know these niggas don't need guns. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like... It's, I see firsthand how these niggas act. All the time, like from personal experience and just like just in general, bro. Like some a lot of coworkers be fucking off the hinges, bro. Like you be thinking to some coworkers, like, how did these niggas even get a job here? Like, so now you're giving them a loaded weapon to like for quote unquote outside uh forces to come uh whenever they come in. Like I can't trust that nigga to do that. I can't believe that, you know, if uh kid try to go off or try to argue that this nigga just won't pull it, pull the strap out and be like, yo, sit down or I'm blasting you. And that's what I'm saying too. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it may be for outside forces, but I just know them teachers that, that are uh, um, what's the word? Like, they don't, they don't do their job good. And subordinates. Not really, like, I don't know how to explain it. I just said it though, like, not too long ago. 
like unprofessional. Like for the people okay. that's unprofessional. Like for the people that that'll be like, nah, I don't give a fuck about these kids. Like I'm doing this for a check. Like fuck these kids. Sit the fuck down. Pull the strap out. Just tell somebody. Like sit the fuck down. Like yeah. you feel me? Like and um, like now, what if these kids? You know, because some of these niggas they try to prove they harder they friends and all that shit. Like you ain't about to punk me. And this nigga is not backing down now. He don't give a fuck that he just pulled the strap out. He probably come from a life where nigga, that's usual. <laughs> like that's the right side of him that day before. The whole time, nigga, he might pull the strap out. Like, nigga, what's up? Like, now no, what no, you no. yeah, now that's now that's the scary part. Of kid, it, uh, students and teachers having gun standoffs because, that's bro, you wild. only gonna imagine that some kids thinking, oh, if this bill's being passed and the uh, teachers could bring this shit in, the staff could bring this shit in. I'm bringing my shit that's in case they want to do the most. They so. Yeah, so not everybody's just on edge, bruh. The slightest niggas could be having a tornado warning and shoot at the fucking fire alarm, bruh. Like, yo, what? That's crazy. There's no reason to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, it could just happen like that, bruh. Like, niggas so on edge. Tornado coming. Bow, 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 bow. Like, just now three windows just out. Like, yo. Nigga just got shot in the arm, bro. Or like fucking. Bro, glasses, nigga shot the sprinkler system. Now the school flooding. Yeah, like and fucking now glass just like ricocheted to this nigga leg. Like. Yeah, nigga get angry because the school hot and start shooting ACs. Type shit, bro. That's like crazy, that. nigga. That now nah, you're just a lunatic, bro. You're not protecting nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you're a minister society. You all the time. You better you lose your job after that, bro. bro. Like, you better be banned from, like, the school association, nigga. Like, teacher association. Like, lose your certification and all that shit if you do that type of shit, bro. Yeah. Nigga but... get startled because he heard a fire drill. <laughs> fire! Get out! Yeah, and, like, what if these like what if these niggas is trigger happy, bro? And it don't even be a situation they think it is. And they just randomly shoot the janitor or some Literally, shit. Like, bro. how you gonna explain that on the PA system? Niggas start jiggling the door, and this nigga forgot himself that he locked the door. Yo, <laughs> that's not, that's crazy. Like, bruh. Yo, yo, nigga shot Principal Hackett, bruh, that's crazy, bruh. Nigga forgot he locked the door to Principal Hackett. Nigga tell him, hey, yo, bruh, it's a flesh room, bruh, you all right? Hey, yo. Yo, get up, man. <laughs> yo, fam, get up, man. Yo, get up, bro, get up, bro. The kid's looking, bro. Yo, 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 this not coming out my check, is it? <laughs> Yeah, like, telling the principal is just a flesh wound is crazy. But it, it could happen like that. It honestly could. It's endless possibilities, nigga. Burger King, nigga, happy chill way. And now it's even more so with all these threats that is going on around the like all these threats around the country of uh people now being like, oh, multiple people are just now coming to look for black people to shoot them. The, the thing with downtown L.A. that niggas was talking about, like, a shooter might come over there. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's real and what's a hoax. Like, Yeah. And like, I don't know if y'all saw this, but even, like, just the recently, like, um, 31 white supremacist uh, members. Oh, yeah, to, I just saw like, that. Yeah, we're supposed to be planning a riot for, like, against LGBTQ people. And it's like, bro, like, it's just so much going on at once, bro. Like, you can't catch a break, bro. It's I mean, so I much happening. It's FBI, just like, you want to just sit in the house at this point, bro. Because you don't know where you're going to be safe at. Yo, just know you ain't here for me. But I heard them niggas was FBI, though. Hey, man. I That's something I can't speak on. I don't know. 
I'm just saying, man. I don't know. I'm just saying for the rallies. Yo, who's to say, like, you just hanging out with the gay homie because it's Pride Month, and the nigga just shoot you because you with him. You like, yo, fam, I hope you can swing that way. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm just here as an ally, homie, bro. bro. <laughs> I'm not messing with this nigga, yo. I mean, but shoot, if you're an ally, bro, you got to take them bullets too, bro. Just like how we were saying uh, them white allies at the, you know, Black Lives Matter got to be at the front. Y'all got to take them shits too, nigga. Hey, yo. I, I want to be mad if, they, if that's how they was feeling. Like, nigga, you're going to be an ally. <laughs> you're a leader. You're yeah, that's a crazy. Like, during the Black Lives Matter shit, if a white person got shot, it's like, yo, man, I thought I liked you niggas, man. Like, yo, like, yo, I was what? this close to liking you niggas. Yo, I thought I was being cool by helping you, but you niggas don't deserve it. Like, yo, yo. Bro, turning racist after you got shot <laughs> to protect the black man is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, like, what did you think was gonna happen, bro? Yeah. Nigga, just come out. You fucking niggas. You like, yo, you. Yo, why you got a George Floyd sign, bro? <laughs> oh, Tom, bro. And it's like, bro, they already shot you. Why are you now joining their side? Hey, yo. Like, these niggas just shot you, bro. <laughs> you say, look at niggas. Always ruining people's lives. You're like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, fam, I thought you was helping us, bro. <laughs> I thought you was using your voice for good. Hey, yo. Nigga do a mask reveal type shit. Hey, yeah. Like, nah, bro, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I was only helping you niggas because I thought this shit was cool. Oh, Tom, bro. It'd be like them fucking turnarounds, bro. Them nigga think you helping them. Nigga take off his mask and was like, <gasps> it's a cracker. Yeah. Man, fuck y'all niggas. Go to the other side, bro. Puts his riot gear on. <laughs> Start shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. On. A nigga get like yo, a white man get shot and turn racist. Mind yo, you, he got shot by another white man. By another by white man. <laughs> Did he even think about it, bro? He was like, "Fuck that, bro! I ain't even mad at that nigga." It's because y'all niggas got me in this. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey man, shit is sad, bro. This is, I mean, and plus all the, all these shootings. And then to be compounded by all these natural disasters that's just happening. Yeah, but it was wasn't it just like a tornado in like fucking Oklahoma or some shit? Bro, it was like it was like six, seven natural disasters that happened <coughs> that happened yesterday. Oh damn, I didn't even know what the hell happened. Bro, it was like uh some type of flood um mm. in one of the mountain ranges that like ruined the the routes and shit that was over there. Um like a big ass, uh, a bunch of fires that was happening in Arizona. Well, that's this that, this fire season, though. I know that's a fact. Yeah, that caused the whirlwinds and shit to start happening. Um, I think it was like a big ass rainstorm that was happening in Oklahoma with like nine, 80, 90 mile per hour winds and rains. Jesus. It was a bunch of shit, bro. Like, that just all happened yesterday. Oh, it was a snowstorm in Mexico. It's, it's, a fucking snowstorm in Mexico, nigga. Excuse me? In June. It's June 14th. In June. It is June 14th, as we're speaking. Nigga, any time of the... I didn't even... Like, bruh, I never even, like, thought of Mexico and thought of snow. I'm gonna say I don't even think it could snow in Mexico. Like that was not synonymous. The in only my head. snow they had in Mexico was cocaine. Like literally, bro. 
<laughs> Literally. That was the only time I saw it snowing <laughs> when the narcos came through. That's the only time <laughs> I saw it snowing in Mexico. What the fuck you mean it had actual snow? Actual snowstorm, You sure somebody just like had a wind blower and was blowing coke in the air? Right, like, be a, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of coke that you blowing in the air to get cars stuck in the road, bro. Hey man, they got they got that coke out you know for days though. Like that is crazy, bro. They got that shit for hours and hours. <laughs> hey, bro, you seen what Teddy was doing, my nigga? I'm pretty sure they got enough dope. <laughs> they got enough dope to blow in the air, man. I don't think they got enough. I mean, if you collectively get all that dope, but somebody started speaking Spanish and I got I was gonna say, nigga, I was like, nah, we got that coke. <laughs> 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 yo, that is <laughs> Have you ever heard of perfect time? <laughs> That's perfect time. Bro, when I tell you, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That's she said, nigga, we got all that, nigga. Hey, yo. Shotty responded from the back. I heard that. Hey, yo. Well, yeah, man. This this world is crazy, bro. Gas prices is high. Niggas are shooting niggas. And it's only going to get more ruthless. I was even seeing the videos of the farm niggas and the shit they had to go through. The and how it niggas. looks. Like the farmers and shit. Mm. Like the um, the prices just to upkeep their farms is going up like drastically, like drastically. She was saying like even I think like the fertilizer or the soil or something like that that they mm-hmm. usually be using. I think before COVID that joint was probably like twenty three, twenty four dollars, and even then that was a jump. But I think it was like twenty three, twenty four dollars. That then went up to forty something dollars, and it's now at like damn near a hundred dollars, like ninety six dollars now for that same exact thing. Jeez, that they didn't even go up by like like point percentages. They went up by three hundred percent. Literally, bro, like that much. She was saying even one of the farmers she knows now got a like it takes damn near eight thousand a month just to upkeep that farm. Jesus. So it's like they barely scratching by to even make any profit. But you you literally can see how all this stuff is domino effects because literally gas goes up, upkeeps goes up, and then you, now you see that we're getting shortages. Like we're having shortages in everything, bro. Bro, all of this shit is planned, my nigga. Like, bro, we have shortages in baby formula. Like this is purposely planned. All of this shit is purposely planned. Like all the disasters that's going on, the shootings that's going on, the fact that farms are being set ablaze. All this shit is being planned. All the, the that the fact they're having riots at these gay prides, nigga. and they can see FBI megaphones. Like all this shit is being planned. Like nigga, Popeyes is selling chicken for the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, no, this nigga so strongly about this topic, bro. Nah. He's like, bro, nah, that shit is just as worse as everything we talking about. Nah, for bro. real though, like, why is, is anybody selling chicken for fifty nine cent at this point in time? <laughs> we're living hey. right now. <laughs> niggas, eat, niggas is eating giraffe, uh, giraffe kneecaps. No, niggas bro, is eating bro. raccoon knuckles, bro. That's hilarious. Niggas <laughs> eating iguana heads, bro. No bullshit. <laughs> He said, bro, in a time when it's inflation, why are you selling this for 59 cents? 
Nah, bro. They testing out different types of animals, bro. Like seeing which one is like, all right, we could go with this one. <laughs> like, Testing that shit out to be like, all right, which which animal they really like the most type shit. Yeah, which I which I rocking with. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like at all the times that you went, which one was the best? Like they tried a different yeah. batches and shit with different okay, animals. Anybody, my fat ass will eat that fifty nine cent chicken. No bro. lie, I will go right to Popeye's. Back <laughs> on that shit with the season fries, nigga. What? What? Think about it, bro. Fifty nine cent, and they, I think they said it's a five dollar mineral. So you getting a ten piece off top, bruh. Bruh. Off top, bruh. Ten dollars, bruh. bruh. You, you hungry as hell. Of days. <laughs> <laughs> you hungry as hell. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. Nigga said for fifty nine cents. Nigga yo. got me a twenty piece for the whole time. I can hear this nigga mouth watering, bro. This shit crazy, bro. <laughs> hey yo. They got on the family man. <laughs> for fifty nine cents, nigga got nigga got food for the week. Oh, Tom, bro, I'm putting this shit right in the freezer. Nigga, nigga. breaking that shit down in sections. He said, "Put my wings right here. Hey, yo. I got my breast." Niggas, free, niggas freezing the chicken is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yo, saving this right here for next week. Yeah, sir. Got yo. the game. Got uh, the game going. I can put this in the air fry. Oh, Tom, bro. That joint brand spanking new. Yeah. It's almost like you never even got it from Popeyes. That's really where you got to think about it. Nigga, that shit gonna be grease. That shit fuck your stomach. Man, Popeyes do your stomach dirty, bro. No, That bull. grease be fuck. Like, literally, I can't even finish Popeyes sometimes because the grease just the, just destroy my stomach, bro. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, that's awful, bro. Yo, the grease fucks up my stomach in a bad way. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, that was crazy. Yo, crazy. Yo, bro, no, shit, you do that. Hey, yo. yo, yo, that was crazy. Yo, yo, you're a sick man, bro. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> you didn't have to say that, bro. You thought that was funny? You thought you had something there? <laughs> you thought you had something there? Oh, my stomach hurt. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh. Hey, yo. Well, you just need to get up out the way, especially when the yeah. kid boys is coming. Hey, now you better shut up, niggas. Get down or lay down. You feel me? Hey, man, it is a hot summer, bro. Some of you niggas don't deserve to be here. Bro, really say, yeah, man. Some nigga, hey, we all going to die, man. Some of y'all niggas, y'all better be out the way, man. Y'all deserve to be here. Yeah. So if, if, if our listeners don't know what we're talking about, there was a. Oh, I'm going to tell you how this first started. One late night, maybe two in the morning, I'm scrolling TikTok, and I see a clip of a white man interviewing a bunch of young black kids. And 
That I sounds guess, terrible. Huh? I said that already sounds terrible. Well, I mean, once you get deep into it, it kind of is terrible. But um, he's interviewing these kids and talking about stealing cars. And I was like, it was a real cl- a quick clip talking about, hey, so if I was, like, say if I was out there and you guys lost control of that car and y'all hit me, what would, like, would y'all feel any type of way? He's like, yo, man, I don't even know you like that, bro. He was like, yo, you should have just got out the way. Like, you saw me coming. And he was like, yo, I ain't, I ain't, I don't know you. Like, I ain't gonna cry and shit, but I might feel a little bad. And I was like, wait, this can't be just a clip. Like, I gotta go see this full thing. So, I go on YouTube and I find it and it's uh, the story of the Kia Boys. And if you don't know, the Kia Boys is a group of kids in um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And what they do is they steal cars, mainly Kias, and they joyride it. And um, just watching this 16-minute mini documentary, it truly broke my heart, man. It was sad to see that these kids have, not even the fact that they have no guidance, but it's just that, like, they don't have no regards for humanity. And it's like, bro, like, you know, I, like, I'm not too far from them kids. Like, I was 16 not that long ago. So I know the mindset of a 16-year-old of being like, hey, man, we just want to enjoy, like, we want to have fun. We want to, you know, do bad stuff with our friends. But, like, it's a difference in doing bad stuff with your friends and literally terrorizing the community. Like, these kids have no regards for humanity at all. And it's, it's a very sad thing. And um, everybody here has watched the documentary. And it's just like, what was y'all take on it? So, I mean, you kind of got the pinpoint right there. Just niggas really don't care about humanity. I mean, young niggas, they already know the laws and how it will affect them. You know, knowing, hey, if, as long as you don't get in a high-speed chase, all they're going to do is just give you a misdemeanor. You're going to do three weeks and you back out and chilling. So when you got that type of information, you're thinking what what can really go wrong? Yeah. You know, you think you're so in control of life, especially at 16 years old. You know, you still kind of getting that the hang of life. You even, you know, starting to really become more aware of everything that's around you. Mm -hmm. And you know, also at that age, for a lot of niggas, they just think that, yo, I already know everything. Like, y'all older niggas ain't telling me shit. Y'all already telling me something I know. Like, I don't I don't need to listen to y'all, bro. Mm-hmm. The only thing I got about it is just that it's just dumb as hell. Because y'all niggas ain't even making no money off this shit. That, like, was, that was one of my main things, too. Like, even just, you know, me and Javier, we come from a state where it's the number one uh, state in, you know, carjacking in the country. I mean, yeah, in the country. I was about to say the world. It's the number one state of, of carjacking in the country. And literally, like, you know, that's what our state is known for. Stealing cars, but also we're known for chop shops as well. So, yeah, young niggas, they steal a car and joyride them and stuff like that. But literally, at the end of the day, they sell those cars to chop shops and they make bread from it. It's a business. It's, you know, ever going cycle. With these kids in Milwaukee, it's like, bro, we're just stealing this shit just to steal it. Like, why? Like, just to steal them and crash them? And then on top of that, y'all young niggas is risking y'all lives because y'all stealing these cars, and people was catching y'all stealing them, and they shooting at y'all. Like, these people are trying to kill y'all while y'all stealing these cars, and y'all still do it. Like, that's ridiculous to me. 
No, I took I I was like looking at it like damn some survival mode type vibes. Like I was listen I was listening to this song and it was like pretty much it was a clip of Nipsey and he was talking about pretty much like when you don't have nothing, you gonna go out by any means and get what you missing, you feel me? And he was like, It put you in survival mode. And like that's what I thought about because they there was something that stood out to me. He was like pretty much saying, like, you feel me? When we pull up in when we pull up in these drones, like the girls, they definitely giving it up. You feel me? So mm-hmm. like <clears throat> so you feel me for them, that might be like they survival tactics, like that might be what they need to get through life. You feel me? Like, all right, we got the car, now I'm getting this attention. Now, I could go get some bread now with this car. Like, you feel me? They they bullshitting and playing around with it, but they could be getting bread. You don't know. Like the way he made it seem like, like this, this a car is like what you need. Like, you feel me? Like, and if it's that many, what they said, like 60,000 people or something like that, they said, I forget the exact numbers, but they were saying like, it'd be like that many a year. Yeah. There's like at least like 60,000 cars can get stolen within a year. Like it got so bad to the point they had to cancel the uh, Milwaukee's Bucks watch party. And um, and um, when they was in the finals the last year, because these kids were stealing everybody's cars and stuff like that. So literally, like the whole state, like, the city was like, "Yeah, y'all can't even have the finals party." Like they stealing too many cars. And even like talk about things that stuck out. Like even that one lady at the gas station that the guy interviewed and said, "Yo," she was like, "Yo, they literally got me." Like, fact, and- she 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 had a different car, so she was like, she had some newer car. Yeah. yeah, and she was like, yeah. they wrecked her car and shit like that. And it was like, it was just, this nigga need to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> it even connected at the end because it uh, realized how the kids, like, they're not dumb kids. They're intelligent. Because the, the interviewer, interviewer literally asked the kid, he was like, okay, so how would you break into my car? And he was like, he showed him how he would break into his car. And then he was like, yo, so like, you're breaking into my car, right? But, like, yo, do you ever think about when you're doing this, like, if the people don't have insurance, if they need this car to go places, if this is their only option? He, The kid literally looked back at him and said, he's like, yo, that's your fault you don't got insurance. That's illegal. You can't be driving around without insurance. And I was like, yo, he's absolutely right, though. Like, that's illegal to be driving around without insurance. So he was like, nigga, he said, I'm in the wrong. You in the wrong as well. And I'm like, that's crazy, bruh. Cause like, but then again, we don't know everybody's situation. But he's right about that. Like, literally driving around without insurance is wrong. So he was like, "You're not gonna make me feel any, uh, any more bad about it, cause your ass ain't have insurance." He's like, "That's your responsibility, not mine." And I'm like, "Yo, that's like, it's crazy how intelligent they are, even though they're doing dumb shit." They're just majoring in minor things mm. instead of turning that. Mm. that Say that again, things. brother. They majoring in minor things. That's really what they're doing. Because, again, they not dumb. Even the interview, interviewer was like, do y'all have any, like, professions that y'all would want to get into? Or, like, oh, yeah. One you know, y'all get older? He wanted to be, like, an HVAC. Uh, yeah. Uh, he said he was like, nah, whole time I'll do HVAC. Like, and it's like the fact that you even know that and you're, like, you feel like you're skilled enough already to go into that. Yeah. Like, you know these niggas not dumb. They just using a smart... They're using their intelligence just in the wrong areas. That's really, or using it for the wrong motives. It's crazy because, like, you know, when I first watched it the first time, I was mad at the old heads that was sitting there. Because even that one old head, 
he said like, yeah, we trying to help them out and shit like that. But he literally on top of the car and shit and flexing with these niggas. And yeah. I'm like, you talking about you trying to help them? You're gonna nah, but it's just but, but that that go back to like a topic that we touched on a while ago. Like when I was telling you, like sometimes after a certain point, you can't tell people nothing. But and that's what telling, one of the old heads did say. And you was telling me, like, yo, bro, but if that's your man's, da, 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 da. but I'm telling you, like, bro, at the end of the day, bro, you feel me? No matter what you tell me, you got to think of it, like, even think of it from a, a parent's st- standpoint. Like, your mom and your dad told you right from wrong. You feel me? Like, you knew what you, you knew a lot of your bad decisions was bad when you was making them decisions. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's true and all, but that doesn't mean now that you go and join them. Right, but they wasn't joining them though. They was they was disagreeing with what they was doing. But the thing is though, it's just like, all right, yeah, I could tell you, like, you feel me? I could tell you every day, like, yo, don't do this because it'll lead you in jail. Don't, but don't. He was joining them because he was riding around with them. I ain't seen. I ain't seen. Not the one. The one that Jay was even talking about. It was a nigga nigga who had the tattoo on. Yeah, like yeah, he was, he that. was like, bro, yeah, we trying to help him so we don't, they don't have to do that anymore. He was literally Barely taking a video clip. with them while they like on the car. Yeah, like he's in the car with them. So oh, it's yeah, like, it's one thing you like, yo, hey, at this point, bro, I can't really tell them different. But that's another thing of like you saying I can't tell them different, and now you just go join them. Like you just get in the car with them after they stole that car, and you mm-hmm. know they stole that car. Facts. It's like, nigga, that's just enabling, and that just even goes to a bigger picture that a lot of times when niggas say they helping, they not really helping, bro. They just say shit that just seems like, hey, man, I tried. Like, just be yeah, like... They try to make it good for their conscience. Yeah, like, it, but all they really did was just be like, yo, y'all niggas wildin', bro. Y'all need to chill. And they feel <laughs> like that shit. Nigga ain't give no advice, no nothing. Like, yo, y'all niggas crazy. Whole time, Everybody. like, yo, y'all, y'all going crazy, bro. Y'all need to slow down. Hey, yo, y'all, yo, yo, y'all, y'all, y'all niggas got the city hot, yo. Yeah, and think that's gonna be like, mm-hmm. oh, dang! After those words, nah, I really re re like I just rethought life, bro. And I was like, you know what, man, this this but, carjacking ain't but it. But like, but like the fucked up part is that you could really have a a real heart to heart with somebody. Like, you feel me? Somebody you don't know, somebody you close with, and like if they that's not what they want to hear, they not. You feel what I'm saying? Like you could really like go deep into it. Like, yo, bro, like you feel me? You got a kid. You could tell them so many different things. But they still will do what they want at the end of the day. That's why sometimes it don't even be worth wasting your breath. That's true. But then again, you can't just all because uh say that, you know, for the general thinking that oh they them niggas is just stuck in their ways doesn't mean you still shouldn't just try at least. You feel me? But how many like, times do you try before you give up? I mean, that depends on uh just how much you really dedicated to making a change in these niggas' lives or, you know, turning these niggas' lives around right. or how close you are to them, how much toleration you have, yeah. you know, like... How much patience that, you have. Yeah, like, that varies for a lot of people. Some people, it may just be after one nigga tell me, nah, never mind, I'm good, they might just be done with it and be like, well, I ain't trying to help nobody else because that nigga, or he probably uh, reacted to my help in a, in a rude way, so I ain't even gonna help none of these niggas. And a lot of niggas do that. They try to help one nigga. Maybe that uh, the person they're trying to help doesn't react to them in a way that they would like. So they just <laughs> fuck say, up my face, nigga. You ain't my exactly. father. <laughs> so then, exactly, they say something like that. So now he just batches the rest of them along with them, everybody else in that age group, and be like, I ain't helping none of them niggas because I try to help them when you really just try to help one, and he ain't. They ain't trying to take that help. 
when he just said, "Yo, fuck up my face, you old ass nigga," <laughs> and and now just because <laughs> yeah, of that, nigga think he my father or some shit. <laughs> yeah, now because of that comment, now you just say fuck all the mother niggas. But some other people, that same thing may happen, and they be like, "Yo, fuck up my face, old nigga," and then you still continue to try. You may even try to build with some other programs or organizations to make programs for niggas these uh, in these age groups. To be like and try to steer him, like, hey, come to the resource center, or hey, come to you know, do basketball. Bro, I hey, feel like you can always get through one, bro. Because you gotta think about it like, some of these niggas is really about that life, but then some niggas that's just impressionable and they just around because they probably grew up with these niggas, yeah. Or they, you know, I mean, they we live in the same complex or we live around the same thing, like, because not all like if you think about it, all the street niggas that you may know. Some of them are, like, it's probably, uh, you could probably count on your hands how many of them really about it. They really come from that. Like, they dad or they mom come from that body, this and that. A lot of these other niggas, they just join because these they homies. So, I pre- like, you could get through to one of them. Like, one nigga's going to sit there and be like, yo, like, damn, like, you is right. Like, I, I'm I'm moving wrong, bro. This ain't me. But it's just like, just say, fuck it, because, like, the one, because you, you mess with the one that, the one tough one that's hard to crack and shit. So, it's like, all right, fuck these niggas. But literally, like, his man, and maybe his right man, hand man, probably be telling him the same thing. Like, yo, bro, I don't want to do this shit no more. But then it's just like he got to because he don't want to feel pussy. No, Tom. What if like, what you were saying to the one nigga that you was trying to convince? Maybe his man's was overhearing that and it was actually thinking different. Mm-hmm. But because you know, what I mean, you just gave up after that one conversation, and because that nigga just like dis- disregarded you, like just dismissed you. You was like, I ain't even gonna try to help any of them other niggas that's around him. Uh, I mean, because, but I mean, I just say you know, cause it, again, it depends on your will and your patience, really. Like, how much do I really want to help? You know, the next generation, at least in my area, do better, or mm-hmm. like reconsider what they're doing. You know, see, it's not really worth it at the end of the day, because it really ain't. This carjacking stuff really ain't. I think even one of the dudes I was uh, being interviewed, he was talking about how his man's died. Mm-hmm. And one of them joints. So it's like y'all just doing unnecessary shit and risking y'all lives for this. Like you really could be donezo after the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Facts. After the yeah. wrong smack, bro, that could really be it for you. You could fly through the window. Facts. And could, the one nigga, the one nigga came around the corner and fucking slid on the uh the grass. It looked like he yeah. was like in the fire or some shit. Yeah, oh, I was just about to bring that up too. Cause even like when them he niggas did that, don't got the, it. And the lady was yelling. He said, yo, who this fat bitch yelling? And they're like, yo, fuck that bitch, bro, this and that. And I'm like, yo, you're literally tearing up these people's property. Like, for the imagine fuck of parking it. On that, imagine parking on that road. Your car done, so. Yo, the, imagine the, interview, the interviewer literally corner. kept saying, yo, I hope they don't hit my car. I hope they don't hit my car. Bro, imagine standing on that corner. Yeah. Like, you literally walking, not even noticing that joint until last second. And now a random car, a random Kia... Just literally swerves onto the grass right in your direction. Yeah. Like you could be walking your dog, taking your kid to the park, and a motherfucker just smack you. And then at that point, it's like you can't really be like, oh, this shit I got out the way. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm doing a random walk, bro. Like on the sidewalk where I'm designated to walk. Yeah. Cars shouldn't be on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a sidewalk for a reason. This is pedestrians to the separate the, the cars from the like. Literally, so I shouldn't be in the wrong here. Yeah, at the end of the day, bro, just that that the final statements he had will, will always sit with me, bro. Because like that's really crazy that like 
not even just him, but there's so many kids that feel that way, bro. Literally saying, like, yo, it's going to be a bloody summer. You niggas don't deserve to be here. Like, it's really people out here that really feel like that, bro. Like, yo, some of you niggas really don't deserve to be here, bro. We need to exterminate y'all. Like, our own people feel that way about our own people, bro. Yeah, bro. Sad, man. Fucking sad, it's, bro. Y'all really niggas don't deserve to be here, man. It's just a lot of sick motherfuckers, man. I just... <sighs> Damn, they, I don't know. Just pray. Just God, I don't know. Pray. Try to make it good, at least in your community. Mm-hmm. You know, really reach out to the youngest. Not just say, yo, what's up? But, like, really talk to them. Have conversations with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, where you at mentally, my nigga? How you feel today? Yeah, man. And you know what it boils down to? Yo, some of these niggas just need hugs, man. I'm telling you, bro. Zay, what did I even tell you uh, when I was over there, bro? Mm-hmm. I told you that, nigga. It was like, I read something that was like, yo, you need at least like three hugs for survival, like to keep sane. <laughs> like to keep fully sane. You, you would need an estimate of three hugs each day. You need an estimate of seven hugs to feel really good on the, uh, uh, on the overall tip. Like overall, to feel like a Man, you know, that's that's probably why I used to feel so good in high school. Niggas was hugging all day. Yeah, bro, <laughs> bro, hugging releases a lot of like you know endorphins, dopamine, things of that nature that keeps you you know motivated, that keeps you happier, that keeps you more loved, keeps you more supported. You know what's funny too? Cause I even had this thing. Cause like you know, like when niggas, well y'all know, cause y'all my man's. Like every time I dap y'all up, like I'll hug y'all niggas and like get like to bring it in shit like that. And then I, I used to tell myself, I'm like, damn, maybe I be doing too much, bro. Cause niggas like probably like, not everybody want to hug and shit, but like that's just my way of showing love. Like nigga, come in, bring it in, my nigga. Like like every time I see this nigga job, like we do like you know how you see the old niggas be doing the rock the side to side. I used to get on my pop to that all the time with him and my father. <laughs> but it's like yo, like. That's really like, yo, when they do that side to side shit, they're like, damn, like niggas really showing love. Like, yo, my pops was very happy to see his mans. And like, my man, like his mans is happy to see him type shit. And it's like, it's crazy that in your mind you'd be like, yo, nigga, you're doing too much. But it's like, nah, I'm just showing my people's love, man. Like, we all just need love, man. That really is like, it, bro, man. Nigga, in high school, no cap, bro. I used to be on punishment like the whole year. But nigga, I would be wanting to go back to school, bro. That's probably literally why, bro. All them hugs. I used to hug hella people all day. Like literally, <laughs> literally every time we seen each other, we hug, bro. Mm-hmm. I could see you like three times in one day. I'm hugging you three times, like, yeah, <laughs> bro. Like within eight hours, not even. Was, what six hours? Just straight hugging. No cap. Like that joint is 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 man. Hey, yeah, bro. that's no funny shit, bro. Niggas will see y'all in the morning, bro. Like, what's good, my nigga? Straight hug. <laughs> <laughs> niggas probably go get some breakfast or some shit. Yeah, what's good, nigga? Nigga, uh, especially too before you tell that nigga Giants be high as shit. And I come up like, yo, you, yo, you high, bro? He like, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. But that is true, though. Definitely, niggas always just giving niggas hugs, bro. Hugs and dap ups all day, bro. For real. Niggas had special handshakes. Niggas like, yo, you could really like, you could go to one period and you'll see a nigga dap him up. Right, period over 20 minutes, see him again right before lunch at uh, the uh, homeroom sack. That nigga up again, like you just ain't seen a nigga 20 minutes ago. Like, this exactly, is constant bro. all throughout the day. <laughs> Keeps you going, bro. 
shit, niggas used to, niggas will make a joke, be laughing, just start dapping up. Like, that shit was funny to me. Like, niggas say some funny shit, now you just dapping up. Like, that shit is funny as So we just need more hugs, bro. You see a kid boy in your neighborhood, bro, just hug him. Hey, yeah. Like, yo, you nigga see a nigga? Nigga, put you squaring your shit. Nigga, <laughs> 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 put you dead in your mouth. Bro, you just see a nigga with a shiesty, bro. Yo, with the DC yo, yo, nigga seeing a shiesty ass dork and getting rocked, bro. Hey, yo, <laughs> a shiesty ass kid boy. Yo, shiesty ass kid boy. <laughs> Cause nigga not even gonna let you get close to him. Like, yo, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> nigga just gonna spill off with you off the rip, bro. <laughs> bro, I just wanna hug you, bro. Hold on. <laughs> hey, yo, man, you young niggas need a hug. Yo, you gay, nigga might pull out on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, might, nigga might just up on you, bro. What you hey, mean, yo. Nigga get up on just for a hug, bro. Come on. Yeah. Like, nigga, I don't know you, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> See, that's why niggas ain't... Bro, niggas be rejecting love too much, bro. And they be mad when they don't got it. Hey, yeah. Because they don't know how to properly accept it. Yeah. That's really what it be. It's true. Y'all niggas don't know how to accept love, bro. Because they never got that shit before in the truest form. Yeah. So when that yeah. shit happened, they was just taught that shit. All you know is niggas telling you to stop being pussy. The whole time. And if niggas yeah. do show you love, you taught that, nigga, that's probably a nigga trying to size you up. Nigga took a page out of King Yellow book? Hey, yeah. <laughs> out of King Yellow book? <laughs> Hey, bro, I don't know why niggas don't think like gangsters and thugs got emotion. Like literally, I just saw yesterday Boosie crying at trouble uh, funeral. Like, I mean, it shouldn't take for a funeral for a nigga to show his emotions. But like, yo, that what Boosie has been through in his life. Like, and that nigga has, is crying and don't care. So it's like, bro, niggas act like they can't show emotion. It's crazy to me. I mean, you show not to show emotion. Niggas is emotionless all the time. You show emotion, that's your weakness. Yeah. That's them demons. Yeah, you can't show emotion, man. Hey, That's man, the... let's start a new campaign, man. Let's show love all 2020 and above, man. No. 2020? <laughs> How time? This nigga went two, nigga nigga, went I lost two years, years back. Of my life. I forgot everything. Bro. Nigga, it's 2020, bro. I don't even care anymore. This shit. <laughs> it's 2020, bro. This man, we, ne- we never had to write 2020. Nah, bro. This shit 2020 part three, bro. No bullshit. Three parts is crazy. That shit like a movie. No <laughs> it's bullshit. a three-part year? <laughs> it's really the movies where you just wake up and you just restarted the day all the time. Oh, not the Joey Badass cop movie. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> just restarting the day every time, bro. Like, yeah. fuck it. I just got to do it again. Hey, yo, that movie got had a trailer, bro, and I didn't hear nobody ever talk about that shit ever since the trailer came out, bro. Whole time, bro. I just saw the trailer come out, and I think niggas probably just thought, yo, I'm about to just see the same shit every day anyway, so. Hey, yo. Well, I'm <laughs> out said, yo, I wake up every morning getting chased by the same cop. Like, nigga, yeah. just don't don't leave the house. <laughs> I think it was even a part in the trailer, like, he didn't leave the house, and they still came after him. Hey, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy, though. You're waking up every day to niggas trying to kill you in every different way, bro. Yeah. That's a stressful life, bro. I ain't even... You might as well just take yourself out. I feel like that's what it'll end up being. Like, you'll survive the day, but, like, it'll just feel, like, weird because, like, you're alive. 
and it's eleven fifty nine. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said y'all survive. It's eleven fifty nine. Somebody gotta do it. Oh, Tom, bro. Somebody gotta do it. Like that's just the conditioning they put you in, bro. Now you're just gonna kill yourself anytime. Nah, but that's crazy because that even makes me think about. I know we keep rambling. I'm pretty sure we about to end up soon. But like that makes me even think about the Khalif Brother story. Like I, I do y'all know about the Khalif Brother story? Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. a little briefly. Yeah, brush up. Do a little break real quick. Well, yeah. So Khalif Brother, he um, I believe he went to. He's from New York. He went to a party. Somebody got their bag stolen, which he had nothing to do with, and he got um arrested for it. And like when he got arrested for it, his family couldn't bail him out. So I believe he spent two years on Rockers Island. Was it? Two or three years on Rockers Island. And then I think he did it's like seven years in total. And like just him being in a hole and him being in confinement for so long. And like the uh like the inmates used to abuse him and then uh the officers used to abuse him and he just took so much abuse that when he finally got released, like he lived he lived for like a couple of months, I think it was a month, a couple of months to a year. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually killed himself because he went through so much trauma. And it's like, that shit is crazy that literally him being in the hole and everywhere he turned, somebody was abusing him. That he couldn't just take it no more. Like, it literally just overwhelmed him and he felt like he had to leave this earth. And that shit is, that shit, that story always, like, hit me hard. It's like, damn, bro. Literally anybody could be falsely accused of something. Like, bro, like, we could just walk outside and he'd be like, you killed somebody. And he'd be like, wait, what? What are you talking about? And you literally yeah, you just go to jail for the rest of your life. Like yeah. we've seen numerous stories now of people just coming home after 32 years because they finally wanted to do a DNA sample. Like, nigga, bitch, you should have did that before. Nigga, we got falsely accused that one night in Royal. Shit, we did. They? We definitely did. Yo, that's crazy. You know, it's crazy. I forgot about that. We definitely did. We got we got falsely accused of uh, of robbery. Oh wow. Yeah. They tried to say that we was kicking down doors. Literally, nigga, like, literally that same night, I just came home from, what's it called? From a camp. They said robberies was going on for two weeks in our complex. I just came home that day. And, like, you know, the whole time, like, I'm trying to be calm. I'm trying to tell the cop, like, yo, me and my brother, we just came home. Ja wasn't having it. He said, nigga, I'm not telling you my name and shit like that. Like, Ja wasn't having that shit. (laughs) He was like, yo, get the fuck out of my face. He's like, I don't got to tell you shit. Literally, Ja told him, he's like, I don't got to tell you nothing. And I'm like, I'm trying to be like, Cordial trying to get us all out of the situation. Like, I'm an like, officer. I was like, I don't know anything about no kick-ins. They could say it was kicking in doors and stuff. I was like, I don't know about any kick-ins, anything like that. This nigga John, like, yo, why are you even talking to this nigga? I'm hey, like, yo. yo, I'm trying to get us out of this. Bro, we coming from our people's crib, though, like, going back home. Like, you feel me? Like, we going a certain way because it's like a cut through the, through the fence and shit. But it's like, bro, like. We ain't even do nothing. Like we literally walking down the street and these niggas is pressing us. Like you wild. It was crazy because literally the same cop that pressed us was the same cop that uh pressed us at what's it called? At National Night Out. Um we was in like the alleyway by like the store that we usually frequent. And he literally came in the alleyway and was like, Yo, y'all better get out of here before we start arresting people. And I'm like, nigga, National Night Out is a national like literally the whole town is out in one place. Why would you try to arrest us for being in the alleyway? Whereas, like, you know how, like, if you ever been a National Night Out, you literally know how congested the whole place is. So if we're going to get some space, we're going to be in the alley. Like, why is that a problem? Literally. They just profiling niggas. That's really all it is, bro. Yeah. They see but, it. 
But that that would have been crazy if we would have got arrested for that. Because literally, how can I prove my innocence? Well, I mean, personally, I could have, though. Because I literally just came home that day. But what if they didn't want to hear that? Like, what if I showed you, like, yo, literally from this day to this day, I was not in town. And they like, we don't want to hear that shit. Nigga said, we don't care. <laughs> we literally don't care. And that's uh, what happens with writing stories of people. And I was about to say, that even happened with that one that I was talking about before that was... uh talking about his story of being falsely accused, I think, of murder. And they oh, just... About, uh, the, uh, the dude that was on uh, Joe Button podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That story just... hit me as well, too. That exactly, was... bro. He was accused yeah. of having murder and was gone for 17 years, bro. Starting at, what, 13? 12 or 13, yeah. 12 or 13. Nigga ain't even experienced high school yet. They was like, nigga, you did that shit. And niggas even knew ever since that trial happened that he didn't do that shit. And still, like, let that nigga... Stay in there for damn near 20 years. Bro, you can just go on this rattling cases. Fucking Central Park Five. Like literally. Literally, like they and it's crazy how God works in mysterious ways. Cause literally, if it wasn't for a two of the uh two of the Central Park uh well no, they don't call them Central Park, the Exonerated Five, because they didn't do that. If two of the members of the Exonerated Five wasn't on that um what wasn't on that um what do you call it? What do you call it? penitentiary? If they wasn't in the penitentiary with the actual killer, and he didn't like like if he didn't give his life to God and feel sorry, he would have let them still be in there for his crimes. And it's crazy that even he came and told the people, "Yo, these kids are in jail because of me." It still took him almost five years just to get out. Like, that's crazy. Like they was like, "Yo, we not hearing that shit. We got them. That's it." Because you know it's crazy. They put so much money into like framing them and so much money into being like, "Yo." Like they are the super predators. They're the reason why we need to lock up all these niggas. That is like, if you got it wrong, it's like shit. How do we look now? Like Donald Trump took out an ad basically saying, like, yo, they are the worst people in the whole world, and they need to die. Like that's crazy. Niggas is ruthless, bro. And now it's even. I don't even know how likely that shit is even gonna happen now, and people get uh, falsely accused. Because I even read somewhere that the Supreme Court had um voted in not trying retrying cases if new evidence came up of people being falsely accused you can't do that excuse me they dead ass did that shit. you can't do that bro that's not fair they dead ass did that shit but these are one... certain things that could like literally make or break somebody's life and you like hey man once we do it it's over with like what literally they like they say yo that shit if you did that shit or even if you didn't do that shit, but we say you did that shit, it don't matter if you found new information that proves you didn't do that shit, nigga. You're not getting the retrial. Like you're not getting another trial for that, another trial for that joint, bro. Like you're you're just there. That's it. Imagine how many people are on death row right now that didn't even commit a crime. That didn't bro. do shit. And it's like, yo, y'all not getting another chance. Like literally, he's like, hey man, you better enjoy the time you got because you're literally gonna die for this shit. That's just dying for it because it's like you really dying for another man's sins, bro. Yeah. But that's so that how that shit you, like that makes you even look at like snitching in another way. How so? I don't know. I was just saying. I was about to say, like, niggas want to find any way to justify they snitching. Whole time. <laughs> It's like nah, the whole time snitches really don't be bad. Yeah, it's like yo, yeah, I'm selling about parking tickets. Like yo, fam, we not doing like yo, yo, I wasn't even driving. Yo, that was him. Oh, <laughs> hey, yo, that was him. <laughs> Niggas starting off with parking tickets snitching, bro. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> if you snitching because of parking tickets, bro, 
<laughs> you don't ever do any type of crime, bro. Yo, I didn't even drive a car that day. I don't even know. I don't even have a license. Hey, like, yo. First of all, you just snitched on your man and you snitched on yourself. Literally, bro. Like, why would I even drive, bro? I don't even got insurance. Like, hey, damn. Yo, damn, why'd you say that? Kid boys. <laughs> <laughs> they stole my shit. Literally. <laughs> There you go. You see the license plate? They stole my car. They stole my shit, bro. He's like, hey, man, just hit up Geico or something. Nigga, I don't got shit. Wait, so how long was you driving? About five years? But, like... Yo, he said it was the fucking kill, boys. He just got to take their L's, bro. That's That's crazy, too. Because, like, what if the kid boys smack your shit and they find it and go to the license plate and find out it's you? But, like, they ditched the car. It's like, how the fuck can I prove that it was not me that did this shit? Yep. Literally. Now, I just got to take that L now. Bruh, that's fucking crazy, bro. Them niggas back up, like, a school or some shit and just leave the car there. And be like, niggas just come to your house like, hey, sir, were you here? So what the fuck you mean? I've been in the house all day. Hey, yo. <laughs> the niggas stole my car three weeks ago, bro. What do you mean you found it? <laughs> I mean, but thank you. You just got to be smart about that shit and just say, I nigga, I didn't drive it the entire time. They stole it from the driveway. Hey, yeah. So niggas can't even be like, oh, you was driving that shit. No. Did y'all ever see? I know we probably going to be finished after this. But, yo, did y'all ever see the story about the nigga who macked the house and he left and then came back? Nah. Nah. What was that? Yeah. The nigga, this nigga, right, he macked the car from, from what people allege, right? So a car smacked through a house, right? And I guess, like, the, um, I don't know if the keys were in there or not, but, like, literally, the nigga was walking down, the guy who owned the car said he was walking down the street, and he was like, why is my car in somebody's house? And he literally <laughs> called the cops, right? And it was like, he's like, yo, like, yo. It's a car, and some and my car is in somebody's house. So then, when they started asking him questions and shit, he was like, "Officer, I I didn't drive my car." Like he's like, "I literally was walking down the street, and my car was in somebody's house." But when they did the investigation, there was like no signs of breaking or nothing like that. So they was like, "How the fuck did somebody steal your car and you just find it walking down the street?" And it was like, "You never noticed that your car was gone." <laughs> he was like, "Officer, no." <laughs> Hey, officer. And it was crazy because literally, like, nobody could prove it really was him or not. Like, he was like, yo, because he was the one who called the cops. Oh, Tom. So you can't even be like that was him because why would he just tell him himself? I mean, you could be, he could be smart in that case. Like, all right, but I'm a snitch on myself, shit. But he was like, someone, yo, if you had a car, why was you walking down the street in the first place? You wouldn't be like, damn, where's my car at? <laughs> All the time. Bro should have just said he was taking a walk, and then as he was taking a walk, he then found his car there. See, niggas don't be thinking, bro. But I think that's what he was trying to elaborate to them, though. Like he, he left saying, his like, house? He was walking down the street, and he just literally found his car and randomly in somebody's house. Wait, but did he state that he was le- that he left his house initially? Yeah, he said that he left his house and was walking down the street and found his car in uh, somebody's house. See, it's like, I would... I don't blame him for using that, but then you're going to be like, nigga, you didn't see nobody driving past you with your car? Like, you didn't, like, you didn't hear no <laughs> boom know, or nothing. Go crash into the house? Yeah, like, where was you walking? Was the place that 
cra- that where the crash happened was that close to his house? Like, how close was that to his house? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Cause it's like, bro, if that was like a street over. If I find like, the nigga, video, I'm gonna send it to y'all after we done. Cause I'm like, if if that joint was like literally a street over, I'm like, you didn't at least hear the crash, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how did a nigga do it that quick to where he stole your whip? Why you was taking a walk and then be able to bypass you and then drive into somebody else's house? <laughs> like you ain't see a nigga say, hey, "Excuse me, Duke." You're like, Yo, what, like, from? <laughs> what route did you take, and what route could this nigga have taken to for him to avoid you? That nigga was hitting all fences, bro. <laughs> nigga was hitting all fences. Like, where was he going to be like, oh, wait, no, the owner over there, so I'm about to go this way and crash into this fucking, and I just end up crashing into this fucking house that's on the route of your walk. Yeah. Like. That nigga crashed that shit and then tried to cover it up. That's all. Yo. Hey, man. Until they can prove that shit, bro, get that nigga his bread, bro. Hey, yo. No lie. Give that nigga his bread, bro. Oh, yeah. You dumb niggas out there, stop burning your cars for insurance money and y'all don't got insurance. Hey, yo. <laughs> you just wasted a vehicle, my nigga. All the time, bro. You could have got that part fixed for 150 bro. That was it. That's all you needed, bro. Now you just put 8000 Nope, That's a whole $15,000 car now. That's it. That shit done so, bro. Shit is over with, D. Niggas want to do the most. But... <sighs> Hey man, we got anything else? What's going on? Anything else? Hey man, I think that might be it. Joe, you got anything else? No. Uh, that has been another episode of Why We Here podcast. Figure out why you here. If not, come back next week. And be blessed. Thanks. Don't steal cars. Due diligence.